Have you ever wondered why some young people choose to end their lives? Ever wondered who they are and who they left behind? Have you ever wanted to hear their stories? Would you like answers to these questions and many more? Welcome to Suicide Pages with Dr. Lulu. Her mission is to shine light on these young people, create awareness for, and educate the world on youth suicide. Opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Dr. Lulu and her guests. They are not a substitute for professional advice. If you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK or send a text to www.crisistextline.org. Now, here's Dr. Lulu. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Suicide Pages with Dr. Lulu, the podcast. Today we have an amazing guest with us. Her name is Antoinette, so she's French. She's got a French name, which I love so much. It's amazing that she has decided to share her story with us today. And I'm just so excited to, to, to have her share what she calls a pain survival story. A pain survival story. She's an author. She has a lot of projects that's going on. She has a lot of things going on. She's the last time we spoke, she told me that there's always a story within a story inside of another story. So without further ado, let us get with Miss Antoinette. And um, take it away, ma'am. Okay. It's a pleasure to be on your podcast. Um, I am honored and um, I am thankful that for your platform that's going to not only heal, but it's also a platform of prevention and that's the way I see it. So thank you so much, Dr. Lulu, for having me. Um, let's go. Save life. Right. So thank you so much for, for also being here, for agreeing to grace our pages with your story. So Ms. Antoinette is going to tell us her story, and then we're going to kind of take it from there. We're not going to edit anything. It's her words, her way. All right, Ms. Antoinette, let's hear it. Well, my story, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to talk. Um, this is Suicide Pages, so I am going to take you on a journey of my story on suicide and um i'm still here so i i'm gonna this these are my words that i'm gonna use so i'm still here so it was a failed suicide attempt okay that's the way i see it and um i want to start off by firstly saying that you know my belief there's nobody that's not immune to having some type of thought of you know, ending it all. Some people go through it, some people don't. You know, there are some who are strong, some some who are not. And so with that said, I was in a period of my life, I wanna draw I wanna draw this clear picture. Single parent of two at the time. Um lost a job. Um through me losing my job. I had two kids who were in private school. They had to be taken out of school. So they were actually, in my words, I was homeschooling them, but not, not in the terms of the educational base. 
thing. They were just home. And I said, okay, you're not going to school. Um, I was in an abusive relationship. I was having problems with my family members. Um, we weren't getting along because of different, you know, situations that were happening at the time in my life. Um, yes, I had a lot of people around me, a lot of friends, again, family, um, who I knew loved me, who cared for me, but I just couldn't, I couldn't talk to them. Um, I'm sure that a lot of people, uh, out there who could resonate with what I'm saying. And so I was very low. I was at a low point in my life where in my words, nothing was going right. Everything was going wrong. Um, I'm going to say right now, I don't blame anybody, right? I, it was just all me. When I say it was all me through my actions, my decisions, and the situations that I myself put myself in, um, it just came to a crashing halt and I wanted to end it. Now, I don't know, Dr. Lulu, I think I would much prefer if you pull the information from me because I really want to be transparent and vulnerable. So if you don't mind, I would appreciate if you ask me questions and then we can do it. We'll have a good wrap up. I think okay. the people would appreciate that more. Okay, awesome. And so I guess we could just take it from the beginning then. So you have a failed suicide attempt. Do you want to tell us about, about that? Okay. itself that failed. Okay, the actual attempt, the failed attempt, okay, um, again, like I said, I was very, I was in a dark place. Um, I decided that, you know, I had enough. I, I wouldn't even say that I decided. It just happened. Let me just be real. Yeah. It just happened where I jumped in my car. And at the time, you know, I am presently living in Canada. And at that time, the scene took place in the Bahamas, Right. So I had jumped in my car, um, left my two kids at home. Can't remember right now if they were with somebody or not, but they weren't like babies. They were probably about mm, grade five, um, grade seven. So they weren't pretty young. Jumped in my car, went first, I went to the beach. Went to the beach, cry, 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 for whatever situation was going on. And I just jumped in my car, walked off the beach, went into the car with the intention of going home. Please, I want to stress that with the intention of going home. But between me starting the ignition and driving off, I just say, you know what? That's it. I'm just going to run through these lights. And so I went from one end of a corner to the other. And it was to me, I'm going to say like, um, I want to say a mile. So I kind of went through three lights, wow. went through three red lights. Wow. And when I got to the end of it, I was, nothing happened. It was not like there were no traffic or anything. There was traffic. I just put, pushed my foot on the pedal, gas pedal, and I just, drove. I just went. Yeah, I just drove. Oh, wow. And I was so ready. The intention was for you to get killed, I guess, by another driver? Was that, or was it just... You know what I mean? I know at that point in time, you're not rational. I wasn't rational. No. I was suicidal. So I'm not even, I don't even know why I asked that question. I don't even <laughs> know why you did all what it was. I know. Did it. Most people I just, just do it. You know, the general yeah. heaven 
he, the, the guy who survived jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge, he said that. He said the last day he got there to jump, the, the last person that spoke with him was a lady who walked up to him and said, please, can you take my picture? And he said, you know what? That's it. She, she saw me standing at the ledge ready to jump and she didn't even think and she just wanted me to take her picture. And he just, he just said, you know what? He took the picture and jumped. Yeah. I was like, you know, she can't even tell me anything or whatever. Like, you know, in his mind, yes. like she didn't even <laughs> save me. She didn't ask me, what are you doing there? She just said, take my picture. So it's just, the world doesn't care. So you probably just got to that point. You're like, you know what? That's it. I'm just going to do it. it. It doesn't matter. I mean, I love my kids. I don't love my kids. It's not the point. I just mm -mm. end. None of that, none of that played a part in it. You know, and doing that ride through those red lights, I wasn't thinking of anything. I had no caution for other people. Like you said, you know, how did I intend on doing it? I just intended on doing it. I didn't think about how I didn't think about the people yeah. who would have, if it, you know, if it had happened, who would have crashed into me and the fact that would have, you know, happened to their life. Yes, they exactly. might've lost their life. Exactly. Right. I didn't think about uh, my kids. I didn't think about nothing. And yes. so that's why it's so important for me to talk my story because a lot of times people think, Dr. Lulu, that, okay, but why Why did she have to go that way? Why, why, why? I mean, I was here or somebody was there or they, you could have talked. And, and sometimes, you know, you can't because right then and there, you're dealing with so much that even you yourself, it's like an out-of-body experience. Let me yes. say that. Right? <laughs> that is exactly what it is. It's out-of-body experience. You named it. I was yes. just, I, don't, I just want to drive off the road. I just want to drive off the road. I didn't think about my mother, my father, mm -hmm. my siblings, my shoes. I always so proud of my, what I call my collection of footwear. I didn't think about that. My bags. I didn't think about nothing. I just wanted out. Yeah. I just wanted it to end. I hear you. Yes. I hear you. Sister. Yes. I hear you. And so wow. um, that was that was me. I was ready. I was like, I was so ready to um, to end the the hurt. Yes. Um, the pain. I'm gonna use the word hurt because I was hurting. You know. Um, I just was tired of it. I was tired of the hurt. I was tired of the, um, um, a lot of people, you know, you might, it just might make me seem like a monster, but I was tired of the responsibility of it all, trying to keep it together. Yes. You know, I wanted to. You know the to... funny thing about it, being a black female, that is one mm -hmm. thing. We have to always look like we got it together. We have to always look like we're killing it and we're, we're doing it and we're doing it all. And, and, you know, yesterday somebody said that to me. You know what I said? I said, ma'am, you don't see me when I cry at night. You don't see me when I'm cold. Oh, cold. okay. You don't see me when I'm mad and, I'm, and I lose it with the kids. You don't see any of that. No, no. I've got it all together. Exactly. And so I was, I just wanted to, in my words, I just wanted to be unstuck. Um, yeah. When I think back, um, when I think back of that, when I think back to that day, honestly, you know, now in the present, right? And even after, like, I'm like, okay, Antoinette, you was crazy. Like, you know, but I could say that now. 
And yes. when I say crazy, I'm not talking in a sense of Looney Tune crazy. We completely understand. You don't even have to. Right. I remember you I, told me something though. You said when you got to the end of the lights, you started crying that you can't even kill yourself. Remember yes. You said that? Yes. I, it, that's, and I'm getting it's there, the right? Bottom, it's the when, bottom level. It's right. The bottom. When, I, when I got to the end of the road after passing, I'm, I'm going to say three to four, right? Red lights. And I saw that when I came to a stop, I was still, nothing happened, yeah. you know, and even then, you know, because I was crying as I was going through those lights, I was crying, you know, I was crying, but I wasn't thinking, mm. you know, and um, when I came to the end of it all and I stopped and I'm like, oh my God. And I was crying. I was like, I can't even kill myself. I know you said like, that. Like, mm. you know. I failed that even this one thing yes. that, you know, I can't even kill myself. And so imagine, you know, when somebody tried, well, let me don't talk for somebody. I'm only going to talk for me. When I tried, when I tried to kill myself, call it for what it is, call it out. Um, I felt, uh, like, you know, like I had no value because only things with value you tend to cherish, you tend to hold on to, you know? Mm-hmm. So I had no value. I had no, no, no value for life, obviously. You know what I mean? Yes. And so, and so when I sat in my car and, you know, I was crying, I was like, oh my God, I can't even kill myself. That was like, oh my God, miss, what, like, you can't even do this. So it made me even feel Worse. Worse. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So I guess, you know, at that point, you know, they say when you get to the bottom, there's no other place to go but up. So what happened after that? Just paint a brief picture or a long picture, however you like. What happened after that, that moment when you realize I can't even do this one thing? What happened? Okay. Honestly, what happened is, and I'm going to give this analogy because I want people out there to understand, um, you know, like when you build in a house, right? And so you have your windows and your this and your dad and you have a structure. And of course you have a foundation because, you know, you have to build a house on a foundation, right? So back then I would consider that my state of mind as being my foundation being built on, um, I'm going to use the analogy, um, straw, because I had to, in my mind, this is me talking about me, in my mind, I had to have been weak, right? My mental state was very weak at the time that I was, that I just wanted to just do away with myself, right? Mm -hmm. And so when I was crying, I was like, I can't even kill myself. My God, Antoinette, you can't even do that. And a lot of times people, I remember you asking me a question like, what caused me to start to, um, I'm going to use the word, see myself as actually not being a um, survivor of suicide, but being a survivor on the whole, right? Mm-hmm. And what, what happened to me was that I started looking at myself. I, you know, the only thing I had like a foundation, and I have to start from the foundation of me right? Mm-hmm. Which is 
inside my head, right? So I had to go inside and say, you know what? What the hell caused this ripple effect that you end up here? Right? That you ended up right here to the spot where you're actually trying to do away with yourself, right? And so I remember in the car, like you said, and you know, I told you, when you get so low, where else could you go? Either I had the decision to, you know, I'm going to stay right there in that dark place. Uh, or I could, I could climb my way out of it. I could climb my way out of it. And I would be the first to say, nobody has to take this. But I know when I was doing it, I wasn't thinking about anything. I wasn't thinking about anything. But a reality check came in when it didn't happen. And that's when everything came flooding back. And I started to think about my kids. I started to think about me. I started to think about the people who I could have killed. You know, even if I didn't succeed, I could have hurt people and all of that. And then, you know, I started to get in a, I had to catch myself, catch myself, catch yourself, Anthony. And this is how I talk to myself, catch yourself, catch yourself, catch yourself. And I was crying, you know, and I was, crying out to God and say, God, help me, mm. help me, please, because I don't have the strength. Obviously, you see this. I don't have the strength anymore. And Dr. Lulu, it, you know, I want people out there who's listening to your podcast to know that you don't always have to wear your mask. For me, getting to that point, I realized that, that it was Halloween for me every day, meaning that I always wore a mask. I never I showed it. my true self. It was always a mask. Yes. I had another person say the same thing yesterday or two days ago. Another guest said the same thing that she was wearing a mask. She was wearing a mask and she traveled from Scotland all the way to Australia and her mask uh -huh. followed her to Australia. I thought that was so neat. She said everything she had, she thought she was leaving behind, they followed her until she had to stand up and face those fears. I and mean, that's, I mean, yes. So and that's this, what you do. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the reasons that you listed for us earlier on. You said there was job loss. There was, yeah. job. and let's face it, I absolutely have all the respect for you for admitting that being a parent is overwhelming sometimes. It is. Oh, so it is. Checking that box. There was that, there was abusive relationship, there was family drama, and of course, yes. there was also the lack of support. Those yes. are the major, you could have done my podcast for me because I have a podcast coming up on causes of suicide or the reason why people choose that route. The truth is my, my main dream, my main mission was to paint the picture of the journey to a suicide. Majority of us start the journey. Thankfully, many of us don't make it to the destination. But mm. do. And so for those of us that do, I want to highlight their stories. For those of us that don't, I want to talk to you so we'll know what led you there, what led you down that path. And you just listed about five or six of the main ones. Mm -hmm. you, had a, you had kids, which is overwhelming. I don't care what anybody says. I always end by saying parenting is the hardest thing you've ever done, but it's also the best thing you've ever done. Yes. So go out and be the best parent that you can. But it's hard. Mm. Plus, trying to be a good parent, that is hard. That was me. 
family drama, that is me, you know, yes. not, not uh-huh. so thank you for touching on all of those things. I, I'm trying to just kind of do a synopsis here. And then I, yeah. I always want to, I always want to put out some of the quotes, the best quotes for the interview you have. I must say, I don't blame anybody. I love that. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also said, I can't even kill myself. I failed at even this one thing. Another powerful quote from you. And then, of mm-hmm. course, the last one, which is even the most powerful, is, you don't have to wear a mask. Tell yeah. it. Tell it. I love it. I love it. I love it. No, so, that don't. being said, we've kind of touched on the lowest point. I know mm-hmm. here today you're thriving. So let us hear what is it that you're doing right now? What are the things that are going on in your life right now? How are you thriving? How are you coping? Well, I am thriving. um, um, How am I coping? How am I thriving? Honestly, two simple things. I am thankful for life. I am grateful for life. So I'm thankful and grateful for life. Um, I have this attitude that life is for the living. And as long as I have life, I'm going to live it. Um, But I have a choice how I'm going to live it. I truly believe that. It was not my time. Obviously, it wasn't. And so, therefore, I had to find out why it wasn't my time. And that's where mm, my purpose came in. And in every pain and, and, and heartache that I um, have encountered, I've turned it around into something positive. Um, you and I spoke um my my platform is deleting negativity. Now I could speak on that platform because, like I said before, nobody positive tries to kill themselves at that point in Thank time. You. Not that Thank I know you of. so much. Okay? That is so true. That is so true. But right. also, remember we talked about the fact that I want you to come back multiple times. So you want to talk about your deleting negativity project at another? Yeah, time, that is completely fine with me. yeah okay that's fine because you've got the books you're doing your yes I, I have the yeah. books and so i want people to know that um you know even for me you know i get goosebumps and <sighs> i get goosebumps because you know hmm, i was not thinking back then at the time, you know, I thought that I was worth nothing. You know, I thought that I didn't have anything to give. I didn't have anything to offer. I didn't, you know, I wasn't good enough to leave an impact in this world. And and Miles Monroe, um, Dr. Miles Monroe, you know, he is my mentor, still is my mentor, even though he's moved on, he's passed away. He's still my mentor. And I, you know, coming out of that, state of mind and when I said you know I needed to build my foundation back again and me starting with my mindset and I I remember I was sitting down and I was like you know I don't know what to do and I was listening to Miles Monroe and he said um the richest place in the the richest place on the earth is a graveyard because that's where everything dies right and is that, is he, that the pastor that died Yes, in the Bahamas, oh, yes, uh, a plane craft. Yes. yes, he I is, you know, he is a person. Not, not too long ago, not too long ago, a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, a few years ago, yes. He was a person who, you know, I aspired to have my character like because right then and there, you know, after I would have caught myself and I would have said, okay, there is a reason for me being here. 
And it's up to me to find that reason because I truly believe that God plays gifts and talents in all of us. It's up to us to find it, right? Mm-hmm. And so Miles Monroe said, you know, the richest place in the grave, I mean, the richest place on earth is the graveyard. And it's up to us. And he said, he don't want to die full. He want to die empty. And that's been my thing, my mantra. I don't want to die full. I want to die empty. I want to leave a lighter part. That's why one of the reasons why when you asked if I want to do the podcast, you know, I was like, of course, because I want to leave a lighter pathway for others to follow, to know that whatever you're going through, I went through, somebody else is going through if I didn't go through it. Know that there's a way out, right? Um, Again, what I did, I started to write. Um, I have my own blog publishing company where I help people tell their stories of triumph, okay, of struggle, you know. I also have my foundation, you know, Delete Negativity Foundation. I founded that, and that um, Deleting Negativity in which either which way I can work or a deed. I run a lot. I participate and run, run an event. Um, I do a lot of uh, volunteer and a lot of charity work, but the one that's most dead near death to my heart is dealing with youth and single parents because I believe that communication is the key. If I had had someone that I could have communicated with um, without feeling judged, without them judging me or looking at me and say, girl, you, you know, I, if I had that, I feel, and this is only my opinion, I feel that I would not have gone that far. You understand? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head for me because I'm all about communication with your teens. As a matter of fact, I have an online course, a free online class that talks about Dr. Lulu's seven ways to communicate effectively with your teen. I do believe Mm -hmm. with you completely. A a happy child, a happy adult is not going to try to check out. But teens, they feel they're so vulnerable. They feel unseen. They feel invisible, unheard, unloved. And all we got to do is just crack the door open for them and they'll just come, you know, but we need to crack the door open right we have to because let me tell you and for the listeners out there i just want to share this with you because this is this was a revelation for me as well um that i did not even though i don't blame anybody because of my own actions decisions okay but that just did not start that night that did not start um last that last month or that Mm -hmm. year that was years and years of of things that were layered. Remember I talk about laying a foundation and once you lay a foundation, you, you layer in your odor with the bricks. So when you lay in bricks, right? So yes. all of that. And so even with that said, sometimes in some situations, I'm going to also say, but I didn't get, I don't blame anybody, but I didn't get there by myself. Yes. You understand? I did yeah. not get there by myself. It takes um, a village to raise a child. It takes a village to save a right, child. Right, 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 right. I didn't get that by myself. Maybe it was a word that somebody said to me. Maybe it was somewhere somebody treated me. Maybe it was someone telling me, shut up. Maybe it was someone saying, okay, you don't matter. You know what I mean? So yeah. all of these things um, plays a part. And when people really go through committing suicide and they actually die, and then you hear people saying, well, why would you do that? Why, why would they do that? Why? You know, you have no clue. I could talk about it because I would say I, it just didn't happen for me, but I was ready. I had people around me who I could have talked to, but I couldn't. And I don't know how to explain that. I couldn't. 
You don't I even have to explain that because a lot of people feel the exact same way. Like if I go to them, they're going to judge me. Oh my God, I can't believe you want to kill yourself. Look at everything you have. But yes. you know, the funny thing is that my wife never said that. She said, yes, you want to kill yourself. Okay. Here, she called in at work. She said she wasn't coming to work for the rest of the week. And that was it. She dedicated her time to me, knowing fully well that I was at my lowest point. There's no way I can be at a high point and voice out, I want to kill myself. She knows I love life. I love exactly. it out loud. So for me to get to that point, I was broken and shattered. And I needed that at that point. And I'm glad I spoke to the right person. Because I could have also... Exactly. And it would have been over. But listen, but see, let me tell you, like your wife, there you had, you know, at the time, I don't know if you guys were married yet or not, but you had you had that person who had who had the wisdom to say, yes. you know what? Yes. I'm gonna sit with you. We're gonna yes. ride this out together. Exactly. Right? Thank you. She right. held my hand and said, right. we're going, we're, you're not, you're not, yeah. well, you're not going to, yeah. no, no, she didn't yeah. ask me, you know what, she never, she didn't even ask me why, she didn't say, exactly, she didn't say, I can't believe, she didn't say, she just said, she called my mom, exactly, my mom, she said, I'm taking her to wherever, that was it, she didn't ask yes. me a question, like, and I can't believe you, you want to do yes. that, no, and, I was and like, do you oh. know? Oh my God, Dr. Lulu. But do you know why she never asked why? Because she knows you. And if she knows you call her and you say something like that, she knows that, that something's wrong. Yes. You know, I call yes. that, for oh, me, I call that, that she is a pre- preventative measure um, person, you know, because she saw, she didn't sit with it like a fire drill. I always tell my kids this, look, whenever you're in a situation that affects you emotionally, physically, to the point where you change your behavior and your actions, right? Do a drill. Stop. It's like a fire drill, right? Yes. Stop, drop. Stop, drop, and roll. But in this instance, you stop. You stop yourself. Okay? You stop yourself. And then you, you, you have to have somebody in your corner who you can call. Even if you don't have to say, well, I'm going to kill yourself, but that person knows you enough to know that something is wrong. And for the people out there who's listening, let me tell you from my point of view, and I, I'm sure, Dr. Lulu, you would um, agree. When you see somebody's in trouble, I always say, if somebody's strong and you know them to be this type of person, and all of a sudden they change, know that something's wrong, right? Okay. Something is wrong. That's them telling you inadvertently that something is wrong. Well, what's wrong with you? You don't see yourself today. You're so bubbly and now you thought, but something's wrong. Yes. You know, something's wrong. And sometimes you just got to get the person to uh, uh, their, their space where they can open up. And that's why you have to start with these young kids. I'm telling you, and I'm sure you could attest again. Your feelings of suicide did not just start. It's been years and years of things that's been layering and layering and layering. And after a while, with pressure, pressure on the pipe, it burst. Okay. Okay. All right. So I think you've touched on so many things. I know at the beginning, you probably didn't think you were going to just look at that. You just kind of got in the zone and then you're just, you just took off and you're going. I knew we we're going to have to come back because I want you to take your time and explain what delete negativity means as far as the project, not the words, the project. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about your sure. work 
not the names, mm-hmm. what's in the books. I want to hear about your sure. company because I have six books in my head, ma'am. Okay. What? Yes, well, I've written the first one. Take, I've written the second one. Yes, ma'am. The second manuscript is ready. I'm just, I just haven't had time, but it's ready. Okay. I have uh-huh. six books in my head. So, Good. yeah. So, I do have to tell the listeners who have been gracious and just have been awesome. Thank you so much. Nugget after nugget after nuggets were just dropping today. I, I thank you for saying the words I want, you know, you want to die empty because you want to leave it all here and, and, and light a guided path for others to follow. How powerful is that? Uh-huh. I am so thankful for your life. I'm so glad that you didn't leave because you had work to do and I was mm. at work. Yes. Charity work, your foundation, publishing company. We want to hear about all of that. Dealing with youth, we want to hear about all of that. So, yes, yes. Um, Let me see. Do you have any final words? Um, I guess my final words would be, because we're talking about the, you know, suicide. Um, I want to say to people out there who are listening, um, If you are considering suicide, know that you are here for a reason. You are here for a purpose. And I know right now you might not see why or how it's going to happen. But just trust and believe that, you know, God does not make mistakes. He does not make mistakes at all. Right. And know that you are loved. Even if you don't feel it, you are loved. And if you're not feeling that right now, somebody is somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> waiting with their hands open okay. to hug I usually, you. you know what? I usually say, I usually say, I'm here. Call me. I'm, I'm oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Some, somebody, somebody, <laughs> you know, somebody is there. And I didn't find, I didn't realize that not until after. But I know that there's someone there for everybody. And like me, if I can do it, I'm telling you, if I can come back from darkness into the light, yes. it's possible for anybody. I don't care who you are, where you are, who you are. It's possible. Yes. And so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you have heard it. You have heard her. She came here. She, she laid it all out. She opened her heart. She was vulnerable. I know there was a couple of moments I was looking at her face. I was like, she's about to. She's about to. Yeah. And you know what? I love it. And I love that. When I gave my talk to the Nigerian doctors a couple of weeks ago, I teared up. I choked up. I started crying. And then people started crying. And sometimes mm-hmm. you need to reach deep down and that's completely okay. So mm-hmm. I want to thank Miss Antoinette today for hanging out with us, for sharing her story with us. Part one of her story with us. <laughs> yeah, because I know that there's going to be part two, three, four, and maybe even five. And you know what? Lord, thank you for bringing our paths together. Thank you for letting our paths cross. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to have to say goodbye right now. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I think your podcast is actually ready to go. I don't have to add anything to it. You touched on everything that I wanted to touch on today. And um, that's about it. So if yes. you don't have anything else to say, thank you so much, Miss Antoinette. Beautiful Antoinette, the purif- with a pretty face and nice, just a nice smile. Thank you for gracing our pages today with your story. Yes. Thank, you. thank you so much. And um, if anybody wants to get in contact with me, I'm, uh, if it's okay, you know, yes. they can find me on Facebook. Yeah. They can find me on Facebook. I'm sure that Dr. Lulu is going to put up the information. You know, if you need someone to talk to, you know, you can call me, like Dr. Lulu says. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for everything. Oh, and it's a pleasure. Click on the link and just sign up for the next one. All right, yes. folks. This is Dr. Lulu signing off from Suicide Pages, the podcast. We just heard another page in our story. Thank you all so much for always being there and always being so supportive. And don't forget to download this podcast and share. I haven't been saying that because I know you've been doing it. But today I want to say, please download and share this episode. I really, truly appreciate it. All right, folks, signing off. Bye.